Welcome to the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Here age relives fond memories of the past. On this podcast, we'll take a journey to the past and explore Disneyland and Disneyland history with mementos, snapshots, and postcards sent from Disneyland from 1955 to the present. I am your host, your post-host, Clocky, and today I'll be sharing with you two postcards sent from Disneyland. The front of our first postcard has the sea wolf passing by two mermaids in the submarine lagoon, with the monorail red traveling towards the Matterhorn and monorail yellow parked at the Tomorrowland monorail station. On the right, you can see the skyway flying overhead. On the back, it reads, Submarine Ride. In Tomorrowland, you'll explore the mysteries of the seven seas aboard authentic submarines. View the lost continent of Atlantis, the Mermaid Lagoon, and travel beneath the polar ice cap. It's postmarked June 10, 1970, and I assume they visited the park on Wednesday, June 10th, when park hours were from 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. The weather was a high of 73 and a low of 61. It's addressed to a Mr. and Mrs. Philip Maxwell of Honolulu, Hawaii. It reads, 8.30 a.m. Wednesday. Dear Poco and Father, A long day yesterday. Thank you for taking us to the plane, and thank you for the lays. Wore the ginger lay to dinner one boy wanted to feel to see if it was real. We are off to D-land this morn. The kids can see the monorail and can hardly contain themselves. We are freezing. Weather in 60 degree up to 70 degrees midday, I hope. Love, Nance. Nance was there just one week before the opening of Disneyland Hotel's Vacation Land. This was a campground added by the Disneyland Hotel and had 280 spaces for travelers with RVs, pickup campers, trailers, and tent trailers. At the time, it was the biggest RV park in Orange County. The park included a pool, a playground, a small store, and a recreation room with pinball and pool tables. It was located just north of the Disneyland Hotel and just west of Disneyland. You could rent a space for $450 to $750 a night. Prices changed depending on the peak seasons of Disneyland and there was a required three-night minimum. Soon after Vacation Land completed, Campgrounds of America, or KOA, built their own RV park next door. Both closed in 1996 to make room for an expansion to the Disneyland Resort. Vacation Land attracted many different guests. In an article about the 1996 closure of Vacation Land from the LA Times, one family had been living in Vacation Land since 1981. Vacation Land and the KOA were removed and replaced with a Mickey and Friends parking structure. The front of our next postcard has the Mark Twain taking on new passengers at the dock in Frontierland and preparing to leave on a trip around the rivers of America. In the far distance, you can spot the Matterhorn. On the back, it reads, Mark Twain. The stern-wheeler Mark Twain steams quietly out of Frontierland bound for an exciting journey down the rivers of America. It's postmarked June 12, 1970, and I assume they visit the park on Thursday, June 11th, when park hours were from 9 a.m. to 10 p.m., The weather was a high of 77 and a low of 59. It's also addressed to Mr. and Mrs. Philip Maxwell of Honolulu, Hawaii. It reads, Dear Poco and Father, Sitting in New Orleans Square watching the action on the Mississippi. Much warmer today, just right. Yesterday was great. The children are loving every minute. So are we. Delicious dinner last night at the Blue Bayou. Hard to decide which is our favorite ride. We've been on the Matterhorn twice, Wednesday and Thursday morning. Quite an eye-opener. Love, Nance. 
It's great that Nance and her family got to experience the Blue Bayou. The Blue Bayou restaurant opened with Pirates of the Caribbean on March 18, 1967, and was unique at the time as it was the only restaurant to be part of an attraction. Looking at the concept art for New Orleans Square and Pirates of the Caribbean, it seems that the Blue Bayou was always planned to be part of the attraction and show building. The purpose of the restaurant was to bring better food options to the park. Although you could have a great dinner at Plaza Inn or the Tahitian Terrace, both with great theming and food, the Blue Bayou was planned to be a step above what was already in the parks. The menu included many Cajun dishes, but the most popular lunch item is the Monte Cristo. Thanks for listening to Sent from Disneyland. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. It would also help to leave a five-star rating and comment on whatever podcast platform you use. If you would like to support the show financially, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash sentfromdisneyland. A special shout-out to e-ticket patron Tania, C-ticket patrons The Riley Family, Debbie Weinstein and Brian Crawford, and a special shout-out to Random Olive, the first patron of this podcast, and the A-ticket patrons Elise Sharp, Zelot Infinity, Claire Voigtlander, Alexis Robles, Angela Niblock, and Maggie and Henry Byers. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Sent From Disneyland or on Twitter at Sent From Disney. For questions and comments, send me a postcard addressed to Sent From Disneyland, P.O. Box 44, Hood, California, 95639. This podcast is not affiliated with Disney, the United States Postal Service, or any post office or Disney properties. Opinions expressed on this podcast belong to its hosts and the guests of the Sent From Disneyland podcast.